When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is a part of the Maisie Media Network, a community of podcasts for women by women. What's up, loves? Welcome to Destination Hill, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. You can also head over to our website, destinationheal.com, to explore our spiritual toolbox, which is filled with gems that I have curated to help you cultivate those much-needed life-shifting healing experiences. So let's get into today's episode. So I got some bad news for you. Unfortunately, this is the last time in 2019 that you will hear my sultry, bassy voice. (laughs) This is our last episode of season one. I am so proud of the work that we've done so far. I think we've done a lot of unpacking and I cannot wait for season two, which will begin in February of 2020. We're going to level up a little bit and add some guests for you guys, but for Our last episode together, I thought it would be nice to read one of the chapters of my book, Things I Wish I Knew Before My Mom Died. And lucky for you, if you haven't read it yet, it is still available everywhere books are sold, but the most easiest place to purchase it is on Amazon. The chapter I'm going to read today is called Things Every Mother Should Tell Their Daughter, and it reads as so. Looking back now, I know my mom and I had a legendary kind of love. From that damn bird (laughs) to our very last goodbye, she was my conscious, my cheerleader, my protector. She was everything I didn't know I needed until I needed it. I was in middle school when I met a boy that I just thought I was going to marry y'all. He was fine. (laughs) We went to a church dance together and we slow grinded to Bobby Brown and Babyface for what felt like hours. And I fell head over heels in love. I mean, I was almost a stalker for this boy, y'all. Damn shame I can't even remember his name. But for the sake of telling a story, uh, let's call him Aiden, even though his name was probably something like Devante or something. But it didn't take long for Aiden to convince me that I was almost an adult and my mom was being way too strict on me. Growing up, I did live a pretty sheltered life. There were no boys, no lipstick, no parties, and definitely no boys. (laughs) He lived about an hour and a half away from us. And no matter how many times I would ask my mom, she refused to let me go and see him. So All we could ever do was talk and giggle on the phone late at night. 
Oh, and there was absolutely no talking to boys on the phone. So I would sneak on the phone after my mom went to sleep. Now, mind you, I'm like 11 or 12 years old and he's like 15. I know, girl. But Aiden eventually put it in my head that I should run away from home. He thought it was so ridiculous how my mom was treating me. I couldn't do nothing but go to school and come back. So one night during our giggle session, he offered to let me stay with him and his aunt. So I packed a small bag full of essentials, my hairbrush, my journal, and one pair of underwear. (laughs) And I attempted to make my way to Aiden's house on foot and wished for a ride up the road. I didn't get very far before everyone in our town knew that I had run away. I ended up laying low in my great-grandparents' basement because they were too old to even realize I was down there. I camped out hungry as fuck until they went to sleep around seven o'clock. And then I finally found my way up into their house to call Aiden. Do y'all not know that this ninja didn't even answer any of my phone calls? I don't know if he changed his mind or if his aunt said, oh, hell no, but I never spoke to him again. Gosh, I was angry. I felt like I had been humiliated by the love of my life. I wanted to die, but I was 11 and I had no idea how to die. So I reluctantly decided to go back home because I wasn't fitting to be homeless. I was way too cute for that. I was already headed back home when the cop that lived down the street from us found me walking on the side of the road. I was terrified, but not the police. I remember telling the cop to just lock me up because the beating, (laughs) the beating that I had waiting for me would surely kill me. My parents both came to the police station to get me, but I will never forget my mom's face. I'll never forget how sad she looked. I could tell that she was fighting back tears because she never really let anyone see her cry. And I had expected her to yank me up or choke me out when we finally locked eyes, but when she saw me, she dropped to her knees and just prayed. We drove home in silence. Actually, it was silent around our house for days. Finally, my mom called me into her bedroom about a week later and she apologized. I was like, wow, really? I was so confused, but she said she never wanted me to feel like I couldn't be me. Hell, who was I? (laughs) I was an 11 year old girl, and it was her job to protect me. She said she'd do her best to protect me for as long as she lived. She said that she'd be there for me no matter the hour, wherever I needed her to be, that she didn't want me to run from her love. Then we talked about boys and birds and the bees, and I got all grossed out because I never really wanted to do anything but giggle with Aiden in person anyway. I didn't want to do no birds, no bees. <laughs> but through it all, my mom kept her promise. I always knew that no one would love and protect me like my mom did. That moment when I ran away and we reconnected proved to be more powerful than I could have ever imagined. It taught us both the value of transparency, the value of respect for people as both adults and children. Of course, my mom and I had 
lots of squabbles along the way and I may have completely bubble snot cried throughout most of my teenage years, but I still understood what her love meant to me. I never had to question it. And that's your job as a mother. I've always believed that being a mother to a daughter is the sweetest and most complex gift that you'll ever receive in your life. You'll have a high level of responsibility with all of your children, but you want to set them up for success. Being a mom to a daughter brings a huge task. It's your job to help her become a woman. She'll grow up in a world that tells girls and women that they are not enough. And that will be challenging for you both. Help her hear her inner voice. It will help her feel confident enough to make her own decisions without the influence of others, including you. Tell her that she is worthy of a magical kind of love and that she should run fast from anyone who doesn't believe that to be a fact. Those people have not earned a place in her life. Tell your daughter it's important to treat people with kindness because you never know what others may have been through. Plus, mean girls never win. Peer pressure is a bitch, so you will have to tell her that bullying is what cowards do and you sure as hell ain't raising no cowards. Tell her it's okay to stand up for herself, what she believes in and for other people. Tell her for heaven's sakes, it's just hair, seriously. She'll want it to be thicker or thinner or longer or shorter. She'll want to curl it or straighten it or color it or shave it. Let her do it all, whatever she wants. Remind her that life is far too precious to waste so much time on the pursuit of a good hair day. Tell her that it's cool to be the smart one and no one will ever be able to take that away from her. There will be a small window of her life where she thinks being smart is for dorks and no man will ever marry her, but remind her that she doesn't have to hide her brains for anyone, especially not Mr. Wright. When your daughter is heartbroken, she'll need you the most. Nothing teaches a woman more about herself than her first breakup. So give her all the unsolicited advice you want even if she pouts and has little kitty panic attacks. I promise you, she is listening. Tell her that people are human and they will let you down. Her values do not belong to the world and the world will always fall short. Remind her that it's okay to have feelings. Give her permission to own her feelings and ignore the judgment that may follow for doing so. Remind her that feeling the pain of each one of her circumstances will prevent the suffering. Remind her that people deserve second chances. No one is perfect, including her. My mom's death made me different. It made me different in a way that I almost can't explain to you. It's such a bittersweet experience. But I know I am the woman I am today because of her love then and because of the love that was still there after she was gone. Now, of course, I still have my moments almost daily where I cannot believe my mom is gone. 
but I thank her so much for preparing me for this moment. It took me some time to see the lessons because I was left feeling alone and broken to my core. I never thought I'd be okay, and some days I'm not. But I'm managing better than most because of some of the things that my mom taught me before she died. So to every daughter and every mother out there, I challenge you to love hard. I challenge you to squeeze each other tighter and tighter with each hug. I challenge you to live every day in the faith of your love so that when it's not physically there, you won't ever feel alone. I really hope you enjoyed and loved today's episode. If you did, please do me a favor. Y'all know I love those favors and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you are listening to me today. I also, I kind of think you like me a little bit, like we might go together or something. (laughs) So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to know when season two goes live. And I want to encourage you to share this episode on IG stories, Twitter, Facebook, just do your girl more favors (laughs) and share it so we can keep the conversations going. When you do share it, make sure you tag me. I am at love Ty Alexander and at destination heal. Again, thank you so much for listening to me this season. Until next time, toodles. This podcast is a part of the Maisie Media Network, a community of podcasts for women, by women.